Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right now. NHL talk coming up. I, I just love this. There's more teams that need goalies than there are free agent available goalies. How about that? So the market goes, boop, it's just like houses. And uh, as a member of the goalie union, I, I'm here for it. You go, guys. Soak them while you can. Spicy. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is uh, good morning, Canada. Good afternoon to our Eastern Time Zone viewers. It is the RP Show coming to you live from the beautiful Gray Eagle Resort and Casino Stage Bar. It's a very big day. NHL free agency. The market opening as we speak. Noon Eastern. 10 a.m. Mountain, that's the time zone where we reside, and we've got so much to get to today. I'm excited to spend the next two hours with you people talking a lot of sports, but primarily NHL free agency and uh, previewing the CFL week. Some Blue Jays talk as they finally won last night over the Phillies, and also, also Tiger Woods has had a lot to say about live golf. And I got some comparisons for you with some uh, rogue leagues that actually worked and are still working that you might not be aware of. So let's bring in the co-host, Darren Moose-Dupont. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm a Gray Eagle. Darren is in Lake Country. And have you, Darren, found the uh, NHL free agency as head-spinning as I have? Just in the last 12 hours, man, it's, it's somewhat hard to keep up with. This is one of the most fascinating free agency periods in the National Hockey League that I can remember you know, in the last number of years. Uh, it is wild. I mean, we've gone through periods where you had the John Tavares's, you had Steven Stamkos, not sure if he was going to go to free agency or not. But in terms of the volume of high-end players and the volume of transactions and everything else, this feels like it's just like any other year. Well, we've got, uh, I'll tell you what, TSN has done a real nice job of just tracking the signing one by one by one. It's made it very easy for us over here on Game Plus TV to talk about it. And by the way, we are on live television, national television, all 10 provinces in Canada and 31 U.S. states. And I say uh, howdy-do to our friends watching in Florida, all the hockey fans down there. We'll be very happy to know that we're opening up with a lot of hockey talk today. Our guests, we're bringing in the big guns, guys who I'm not sure were free agent targets this time of year, Matthew Barnaby, Tim Hunter, and Alan May will all be with us on the program today to break down what's going on in the NHL. We might be more that? apt. We might be more apt to add up all of their penalty minutes in their career. How about that? How about so we that? got the Goon Squad. <laughs> yes. how, how about let's call them the Goon Squad? Again, Matthew Barnaby in hour one. He'll be on video. Tim Hunter will be here at Gray Eagle in hour two. We got some sponsors that are showing up today too, Moose. So I told Tim to. Grease those sponsors. Give him some love a little bit. He's all over that. <laughs> and uh, Alan May, Mayday, Washington Capitals NHL analyst coming up in hour two as well. And as I said, plenty of CFL talk too. But can we hit the uh, quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Please and thank you. And for our live, for our live studio audience, just so you know, I'm here live. But the one half of the, they are hearing a sound. They're looking around for you, Moose. He's not here. <laughs> 
He's at the lake, okay? So just uh, enjoy. So here we go. I'm reading from the Canadian Press Newswire. With free agency opening today at noon Eastern, the future of two NHL stars became clearer Tuesday night. MVP candidate Johnny Goudreau. I don't know why they keep saying that, by the way, because he was not a finalist. I guess he was the Flames MVP, but he wasn't a finalist for the heart. It was uh, Matthews, McDavid, and Shesterkin. Anyways, Johnny Goodrow informed the Flames he has made a difficult family decision. That was a Hank Williams Jr. song, I think. And won't (laughs) re-sign in Calgary while family... No, it's family tradition, not family decision. But still kind of fits. Won't re-sign with the Flames. While in Pittsburgh, the Penguins agreed to terms of forward to Jenny Malkin on a four-year deal worth $24.4 million. Now listen, I don't mind calling certain people out because I get called out when I'm wrong. So, dregs. Maybe that would be a great poll question. Who's your number one NHL insider? Because for me, it's dregs. And uh, I used to work with Elliot Friedman. We're good friends from the score. And Frank Saravelli's been good enough to come on this show. But Frank Saravelli got everybody in Calgary all lathered up. And hot and bothered about, he said Goudreau was coming back, like on Sunday? And Dregs said, all, maybe it was even Monday, and Dregs all along said, no, I think he's gone. And the hockey people here in town told us, they told me, going into free agency, they said he knows what he's doing and he's gone. That's what everybody was alluding to. Hey, So Frank, the only reason, I'm not dragging Frank through the mud, but when I reported that Ken Holland was going to be the GM of the orders, he said it was a false report. And I was right. So I guess my point is, you just never really know what to believe. So my head's been spinning a little bit with, with Goudreau gone and 98% of this town that was in mourning, they turned on Goudreau. And they're talking about booing him when he comes back to the saddle home, right? And, it, and, and that's fine. You can see why. But their attention's turned to who's going to come in now. Uh, Nazem Kadri's a guy. Is that something you might be interested in? Nazem Kadri replacing Johnny Goudreau? Completely different players. But I was doing the math this morning. Actually, you did the math because I'm stupid. Um, Johnny Gaudreau, career regular season, 602 games played, 609 points. That works out to 1.011 points per game. In the playoffs, 42 games played, 33 points, 0.78 points per playoff game. So I'm just going to say he has not been traditionally a playoff performer. You don't win Stanley Cups with guys that don't perform in the playoffs. Kadri does. I'm not saying Nazem Kadri's coming to the Calgary Flames. I'm just saying, hopefully you get over it quick, Flames fans, because uh, Gaudreau seemed to always have one foot out of town. And by the way, here's breaking news. Senators land top target signing Claude Giroux. That's his hometown, I believe. So Claude Giroux's gone to Ottawa. The Oilers have signed Jack Campbell. To quote Dundee. Bob Cole, say it with me, Darren. Everything, Everything is, happening. is happening. Okay, your take on free agency <laughs> so far. Pretty wild. I mean, with Goudreau, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, you look at a guy who is going to command north of $10 million on, on the open market. And that's strictly based on his last season. He had 115 points. He was number two in NHL scoring. So he had a great season. You talk about the playoff performance. Now, I mean, he scored the overtime winner in Game 7 against Dallas. That's a big moment for him to step up in. But didn't help lead Calgary past Edmonton, ran into a roadblock there, and didn't translate that success from the regular season into the playoffs. That's always kind of been the story. You look at Toronto, Matthews, Marner, they didn't either earlier in their careers, but they did this year. They showed up. They didn't, obviously, you know, wasn't enough to beat Tampa, 
but they've shown some growth. Johnny needs to show some growth in his game in the playoffs to be able to command that $10 million. I don't think this will be, you know, the end of the world for the Flames. Yeah, you're going to miss kind of a franchise guy because ever since Jerome McGinley, Craig Conroy, kind of guys who you identified the team with, Mika Kiprasov was another, they haven't had that face of the franchise. Giordano was that for a bit. But they thought Goudreau was going to be that, him and Matthew Kachuk. And now he's gone. So the search is on for another kind of franchise face in Calgary. You know, I appreciate Kevin Hughes writing in, and he's a Vancouver Canucks fan. We don't talk enough about the Canucks, and we don't, well, we have viewers in BC, but we don't hear from them a lot. Our analytics show that they're watching, they're just not engaging. Kevin says, hi, Rod, good morning, hope all is going well, which it is, Kevin, but it's always going well. Come on, look around. He says, thoughts on, do you think the Canucks will trade JT Miller? Well, here's my take on that. If they haven't yet, when are they going to? Or if if they haven't signed him, then they're going to have to trade him. How closely are you watching? I mean, the Canucks are, they're your favorite Western Conference team, right? Darren, maybe I should be asking you. This thing with JT Miller, they've been talking about it daily hard for like 10 days, and they still haven't moved him. So I don't know what the holdup is. Well, you look at that situation, too, and teams now have explored it. So they know what the asking price is for JT Miller. They know what assets they're going to have to give up, whether it's a certain number of draft picks, players on the roster, prospects, um, whatever that looks like. They know what that looks like. So now they can put the brakes on it, test free agency, find out if they can find a JT Miller replacement in the free agent market. And if they can't, you know, in these first couple of days, I think the market, the trade market might heat back up again. So I think we're going to go through a little bit of a lull here while teams try and see if they can get it without giving up yeah. any assets. I think he's going to get traded, but the value is going down and down and down and down because teams are setting their rosters right now. They're setting their salary cap space right now. So I don't know if Vancouver's asking too much. That would be my guess. It's interesting, uh, Jennifer from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, good morning, everyone. Oilers get Jack Campbell and Evander Kane. Remains in order. Just waiting to see what we do for defense now. <laughs> That's from Jennifer. Everybody writing in regarding uh, Jack Campbell going to the orders. Uh, my mind, squirrel moment. Randy from Winnipeg writes in and says, the Ottawa rebuild is over because they've got Claude Giroux and Cam Talbot. Honestly, they just took a major jump ahead. And they're in probably, if not the NHL's toughest division, one of them. The Atlantic. But let's just say this about Claude Giroux. Didn't do diddly squat with the Florida Panthers when acquired, and they gave up Owen Tippett, who, as it turns, the Florida Panthers did, who turns out for nothing because Giroux's gone. He didn't do anything in the playoffs. I know he's got a lot of fans watching. He's got a, he's played the most games of any Philadelphia Flyer, I think. But when I saw this thing about Giroux going to Ottawa and the rebuild being over, he'll be good for them. But the first that you saw me smiling when you were talking, it was because I was thinking about Joe Watson, our buddy in Philadelphia, the Flyers great, who we were with in Estevan. And my God, people, he's 78 years old. And he was Joe Watson. He's so full of life, he's like he's 18. Right? He's so expressive. And he was like, well, for one, just on the Elvis thing, he's like, I saw Elvis four times live. And when he died, I cried for days. And then I'm thinking about Claude Giroux. He's like, Claude Giroux is a great player, but he's a terrible captain. He's too nice. 
He would line up against guys on the draw and talk to them about what they did the night before or what they had for lunch. You can't do that as a captain. So they got a great player in Claude Giroux, but I think Florida was okay to let, uh, let him walk, to be honest with you. But he's going to I his hometown, so. as is Johnny Gaudreau. So everybody's happy. And into point two, which is kind of the rest of NHL free agency. I see people writing in here on uh, JT says, Jack Campbell, Edmonton's goaltending answer. Well, I guess so. Um, You watched just about every Leafs game last year. Wayne in Victoria, BC says, is Jack Campbell an upgrade from Mike Smith? Well, clearly, because they think so. Right? So they're going to go into the season, whether they put Mike Smith on long-term injured reserve or not, because that's the talk. Right now, as of today, they've got Jack Campbell, Mike Smith, and Stuart Skinner. There are worse goaltender rooms in the NHL than that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely there are. You know, Jack Campbell will give you really solid goaltending. He's going to be fairly consistent. Fairly consistent. Um, And to be honest... You know, Edmonton's strength, as we all know, it's no surprise, is up front, right? They're going to, you know, control the puck for most of the game. They're typically going to outshoot most every team in the National Hockey League um, for the most part in games. So you just need a goaltender that can be somewhat consistent, reliable, but doesn't have to steal you games. You know, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Evander Kane, is, you know, Zach Hyman, as they continue to grow together, um, you know, they're not looking for a goaltender to steal them games and win a defensive-style uh, hockey game 2-1. to one. That's never been the Edmonton Oilers' M.O., so I think they're okay here. I think they're okay. You're not getting Andre Vasilevsky, but you're getting a solid goaltender. So that's some of the goings-on so far uh, in the National Hockey League on free agency, but we're only uh, officially 13 minutes into it. I'll pick it up a little bit here and move on. By the way, the warm-up's brought to you in part by... And our NHL coverage for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Tell the guys, tell Camco we're talking about them, guys at Bronco. To schedule maintenance or to learn more about our services, call 781-2090. That's 306-781-2090. Or visit us at broncoplumbing.com. And uh, Edo Japan, from hand-rolled sushi to bento box meals made with their famous teriyaki sauce, Edo Japan's menu has something for everyone. And those Avalanche got Josh Manson re-signed. They got Nichushkin re-signed, but not Nazem Kadri. And again, I rely on my new Calgary friends to kind of be my eyes and ears around this town for what people are saying. And the buzz is that they think they'll sign Nazem Kadri here and uh, all will be good. And they'll move on from Johnny Hockey real fast. For the CFL fans, where are the CFL fans at? We only have a couple minutes left in this segment. It'll give us more time next segment to get into this. Our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, because it's Wednesday in the summer, what is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? What is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League week six? These are your options. Uh, Tomorrow night, Thursday night, Edmonton is at Montreal. The Owls favored by eight. Friday night, it's the Calgary Stampeders at Winnipeg. The Blue Bombers favored by three and a half. Saturday is Touchdown Atlantic, Sask versus Toronto in Wolfville, Nova Scotia. Riders favored by 3.5. And Ottawa at Hamilton Saturday to close out the week. The Ticats favored by 8. You can vote now on Twitter or obviously on YouTube for those that are watching there as we bring Moose back in. We really started something, Moose, 
with the deal or no deal because we have viewers writing in now saying, are you going to do deal or no deal Wednesday? Or if we forget, it's like, well, you know, don't forget to do deal or no deal for Bet Regal. That's coming up in the next segment where I give you the betting lines, which I just did, courtesy our exclusive betting partner, betregal.ca. And Darren decides whether to take the bet or not because he is a gambling vet. And you don't even mind saying that, do you, Moose? No, I'm okay with it. I'm responsible. <laughs> exactly. Moderation. <laughs> What's that? So vote on it now. And I've got some thoughts, obviously, on all of these games. Actually, we, we do have a minute left in this segment. Point five, the Toronto Blue Jays got a terrific performance from pitcher Jose Barrios last night as they ended a four-game losing skid with a 4-3 win over the visiting Philadelphia Phillies. Barrios tied a career high with 13 strikeouts over six innings. It was Toronto's second win in their last 11. Ross Stripling will throw tonight when the Blue Jays and Phillies play again. And point six was, what else? And it's simply, I gave myself a bum steer. There was no Canadian Premier League game here in Calgary last night. There was no cavalry. (laughs) Cavalry. Cavalry. There was no cavalry game last night. It's Thursday night when the Halifax Wanderers come to town. So I think me and my soccer peeps are going to go Thursday night. So, yeah, but there's, there was CEBL games last night. We're going to get to those in the sports update. So that's the quick six. Plenty to get to. Matthew Barnaby, Tim Hunter, and Alan May on the way. It's the RP Show you're watching on Game Plus TV Live. Plenty of CFL talk coming up next. We're live streaming on YouTube as well. And 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is day six of the Calgary Stampede. As usual, the midway is hopping. Rodeo goes at 1.30 p.m. Mountain time at GMC Stadium. Hey, everybody. Before we bring the moose back in, we've got breaking news from the world of sports. If you can believe the Toronto Blue Jays have fired manager Charlie Montoya. Fired him. This on the heels of their win last night, 4-3 over the Philadelphia Phillies in Rogers Centre. Blue Jays, though, 46-42. and 42. They have slipped to fourth in the division. They now hold the final wild card spot in the American League. A half game up on the Seattle Mariners for that, but they're now lost nine of their last 11 games. And uh, listen, this was when they're talking about it in Western Canada, when three people come up to me on Sunday in Calgary and say, what's wrong with the Blue Jays? You know that it's far-reaching. This team has troubles. And what have we said for the last few weeks they're a talented team that can't win and aren't playing as a team who do you fire the manager charlie montoyo so clearly they don't care that he was given a contract extension in the offseason the owners of the toronto blue jays which of course is rogers charlie montoyo fired today as skipper of canada's baseball team uh just again ahead of bringing in the moose from the cebl on tuesday night in his second game with the hamilton honey badgers isaiah reese scored the game-winning basket for their 81 74 road victory over the saskatchewan rattlers the honey badgers have won five in a row they were the first team to clinch a playoff berth in the canadian elite basketball league the rattlers have lost four in a row and the edmonton stingers closed out the ottawa blackjacks with a 9-2 run in elam time 
and they beat them 96-88. The win at Edmonton's Expo Center on Tuesday night avenges a 92-84 loss to Ottawa TD Place last month. This sports update for Edo Japan. Edo Japan's fast and friendly service plus online ordering options is easy and convenient when you're on the go. And I feel like, Moose, let's bring him in, that we're going to go to Edo Japan today. Not you, but Lee and I. So uh, we'll eat your shit. Don't you wish there was an Edo Japan near you at the lake? Because there's like over 160 of them. There's over 160 of them. I know. Yeah, your thoughts on the Montoya news? Yeah, you know, it's too bad because we love Charlie Montoya. I think the players in that clubhouse love Charlie Montoya. But at the end of the day, if, you know, they're not getting the same results, you're going to make a change. And I think the team's going to respond because they're going to all feel really bad that Charlie Montoya lost his job. And they usually step up in, in, in the wake of something like this. But at 40, I think they're 46 and 42, um, you know, sitting in that wild card spot and they're underperforming. This tells me that the management in Toronto really has pressure to win now. And so you make this move early to shake this team up and get them back on track because there's a real pressure in that city for this team to win now and be good this year and capitalize on the young players they have. So um, they're getting serious in Toronto, and uh, we'll see who they replace Montoya with. Yeah, this is clearly a move by the general manager, Ross Atkins, and the president, Mark Shapiro. They know baseball. They know that their team is better than this. And Charlie's got to go. From the viewers... Robin and Prince Albert says, Montoyo's a good guy. Just got to get better on his decision-making. Well, what does John Lynch say? Good guys run the Kinsman Club. Apparently not Major League Baseball teams. From Jack, is that the Bomber fan? Yes, it is. From live studio <laughs> audience here, Gray Eagle Moose. They're missing you, Moose. Uh, from Jack in Vulcan, Alberta. He says, Roddy, it took me years and years to get moderation. Pedal to the metal, fast and furious is what my life looked like for many, many years. But God is good. I know you get it. Thank you, Jack. I appreciate it. Appreciate you. So do you. I had a very good message from my advisors this morning, Moose. I'll have to tell you about it later. Um, hey, uh, two things before we get to the CFL stuff. And by the way, Matthew Barnaby coming up next segment. Two things. I mentioned to tell this story a couple weeks ago, and it slipped my squirrel brain. I mentioned that Expo Center in Edmonton, the Edmonton Expo Center, that's where the Stingers are playing. That was the rink that the Edmonton Ice played out of, which would later become the Kootenai Ice and then the Winnipeg Ice. But I'll never forget, we with the Pats, we were doing a morning skate in the Edmonton Expo Center. I, I don't think it was called the Expo Center back then, but I'm standing with this team jacket on that the Pats had made, it was to honor the 1930s version of the Regina Pats. They were old school, like a half collar, and it looked like the kind of jack- jacket you'd see Toad Blake out on the ice uh, coaching his team with her, Scotty Bowman back in the, you know, 70s. Oh, yeah. 60s. And uh, Sather, for whatever reason, I have no idea, Glenn Sather walked out on the bench, our bench, and I was literally like, and our assistant GM, Graham Tour, whose nickname was Father Time, uh, he's older than dirt, Graham Tour. He was wearing the same jacket. And Sather was the GM of the orders at the time, and I think the president too. And he was like, you guys, 
where did you get those jackets? And I'm like, and I don't think Graham heard him. I literally don't think he did. And Slats was like, no, we got to get jackets like that for the Oilers. Those are the most beautiful jackets I've ever seen. I'm like, yeah. So, Sather, there was my chance to chat with Glenn Slats Sather. And I soiled myself. Uh Um, And then here's another one on the Tiger Woods. Have you watched? Do you have cable? Cable television up there at the Lake Moose. <laughs> we do. We do. Okay. You can believe it. Did you see Tiger's pensive, thoughtful uh, news conference at the Open regarding Live Golf and why he didn't think, he didn't like, agree with anything to do with Live Golf? And this dropped just before we went off the air yesterday. And it's not just about the money. Like, he made a lot of really good points. He said, kids are coming straight from college athletic programs now and going into live golf they've never had a chance to experience the pga and all the great things that we've had and i'm thinking well number one tiger you can't miss what you never had that is a fact the other thing was he said well all this loud music fireworks basically you know it's this isn't golf he's saying that this is like a sideshow who cares man and you know what my mind immediately went to was cody snyder and we talked about it on the air on Friday, the world champion bull rider, early 90s, the bull riders split off from the rodeo. And that was when I was kind of hanging around that scene. Jack will, uh, Jack will attest. There were the timed event guys, the steer wrestling, the calf roping, they were all, the barrel racers were all pissed off at the bull riders going to do their own thing. And Cody, Cody Snyder said on Friday on this show, he's like, might have been off the air, but he's like, and they're still mad at it. <laughs> it's been almost 30 years. Darren, and it's worked. They went off and started the PBR tour. And that was what it was. The explosions and the rock music. They took rodeo from what it was to what it is now. Big time show and money. And Cody hasn't lost any of his edge because he's like, well, that's why they put bull riding at the end of rodeos anyways. That's what everybody, that's why they stay to watch. So why don't we just go off and do our own thing? It worked for them. Is live much different? You know, it might not be. It might be the same, you know, and it's, it's funny because I respect the hell out of Tiger Woods. And this isn't any disrespect by any yeah. means, but he talks about the loud music and the fireworks. That was Tiger coming into golf, right? When he came onto the PGA Tour, you know, and there was guys that celebrated, but the, you know, the really big fist bump and the, the loud noise and really getting a Yeah, he changed like, it. Golf is supposed to be reserved, you know, just clap your hands, tip your hat when you, when you put it in, right? Very humble and, you know, and he went out and kicked some ass and he was fist bumping and everything was, you know, he kind of changed the game. Video games took off because of Tiger Woods, right? All of these things, he modernized the game of golf. Liv is now taking it a step further. Now, he did talk about the 54 holes, right? And he's like, well... You know, that's not really a test of anything. You come from college, you played, you know, 72 holes, four days, and now you're going to play 54. I get that. That's the senior tour, you know. And then he talked about the guys making the money and, you know, $125 million, And he said, you know, what, where's the incentive to practice? Where's the incentive to get better? Where's the incentive to want to win, right? So I understand all of that and the integrity of the game, but uh, – Let's not just ignore what Live Golf is doing because it might be a really big threat to the future of golf. 
you took it one step further. Tiger changed the game himself, and now he's upset that somebody else is changing it. So Tiger should probably look in the mirror. Anyways, the CFL fans have waited. Mike Horrigan in Toronto says, touchdown Atlantic this week. Argos are going to show those riders a beatdown. So he says, now might be a good time to do deal or no deal, although I'm not sure that we have time to do this. We might have to. No, we can't move it into hour two because you're not going to be here. Tim Hunter is. So this is the time we got to do it. Um, the poll question before we play deal or no deal is what is Canada's game of the week in the CFL? And running away with it, the last I saw, Clark, what's the YouTube thing? Running away with it is Calgary at Winnipeg, the battle of unbeaten teams. 76% say Calgary and Winnipeg. We're all kind of sitting here as CFL fans slash supporters and alum going, where's the hype? Where's the buzz for touchdown Atlantic? And there isn't any at this point. I know it's only, what is it now, Wednesday? They're running it on a budget. You know, when I think about touchdown Atlantic and the CFL head office, it reminds me, I just watched Bridesmaids the other night. Uh, it was on the replay, and they were like, remember the girl, she's on the plane? She's like, but I'm poor. And when she was on the plane talking to the staff, the flight attendant, and that's what it's, we can't promote, we're poor. I don't care. This should be the game of the week. A lock touchdown Atlantic, and it isn't. There's an even buzz in Halifax about it. So anyways, that's my rant on that. But we're poor. Whose fault is that? Anyways. Let's play deal or no deal, because that's always a lot of fun, and that's where we give you the betting lines from our exclusive betting partner, betregal.ca. So let's go. Thursday night, week six, opens with the Edmonton Elks at the Montreal Alouettes. The Alouettes are favored by eight. It's their first game with a new coach, Danny Machocha. Are you taking the deal? Alouettes by eight over Edmonton. Yeah, I'm going to take the deal. I think Edmonton's still got some things to work out. We don't know. You know, Taylor Cornelius is playing a quarterback. I think uh, Montreal responds to the new coach. I think Montreal wins. Friday night, Calgary at Winnipeg. Canada's game of the week, as it seems. The Blue Bombers are favored by 3.5 over the unbeaten Calgary Stampeders. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal as well. You know, Winnipeg's answered every test so far. Um, So has Calgary, but Winnipeg continues to answer as defending champs, and they'll continue this week. Okay, we got to speed it up. Sask is a doubleheader. Touchdown Atlantic. Sask favored by three over the Argonauts in, in Wolfville, Nova Scotia. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal. Riders will roll. Hmm. And Ottawa at Hamilton to close out the week. Ticats favored by eight. A battle of winless teams. Deal or no deal? No deal. Hamilton wins, but probably by a touchdown. Okay, Moose, go enjoy the lake. We'll see you in just over an hour. Sounds good. That is Deal or No Deal with our exclusive betting partner, BetRegal.ca, also the exclusive betting partner of the Canadian Football League. When we come back, NHL analyst and famed NHL super pest Matthew Barnaby to talk about the head spinning moves going on in NHL free agency because the market is officially open. You're watching the RP show on the Game Plus TV network live from Game from a Gray Eagle Resort and Casino Stage Bar. We're also live streaming on YouTube and it's also available wherever you enjoy your podcasts including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
Day six at the Calgary Stampede for the schedule and show tickets. Go to calgarystampede.com. By the way, gear up, Alberta. The World Juniors are back in Edmonton this summer from August 9th to the 20th. Single game tickets are available now for just $40 at HockeyCanada.ca. But why buy when you can win? Text World Juniors right now, all caps, World Juniors, to our text line, 902-518-3033 to be entered to win any regular tournament World Junior game tickets of your choice. Two winners will be picked every Friday. And, uh, yeah, they're loving that we're talking hockey. Let's bring him in. Matthew Barnaby, our first analyst of the day. 834 NHL games, 2,562 PIMS. Barney, welcome to the show today. How much are you enjoying this free agency frenzy? RP, first of all, uh, you're a tease. Deer Valley, I'm watching the golf course. Looks absolutely beautiful. And then uh, I hear you're at the Stampede. I already knew that, uh, but now I'm in crap because my wife wants to be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not going anywhere. You got five more days, or you can come next year, or join us at the World Juniors in Edmonton next month. Barney, you said last night, you're like the first guy, you alerted me to the fact that Johnny Gaudreau was leaving the Flames, and you tweeted by saying, no surprise that he is. What do you know about the situation? You know what? Uh, no intel, just knowing Johnny Gaudreau and knowing American players. I've played with so many. It doesn't matter to them. I don't think playing in a Canadian market, the money is going to be there. Calgary Flames did the best they could to retain them. $10 million, eight years. I mean, you can't do any better than that. But the fact that it's an American player living in Western Canada, we love Western Canada. I would have loved to play in Canada in any market, especially a team as good as Calgary that has a chance to win right now but to american players it really doesn't have the same allure that it has for us canadians so uh i fully expect it to be jersey when this happened uh philadelphia where there's smoke there's fire all those teams could have been in play but i just didn't see him resigning with calgary if it took this long flames almost fans almost immediately turning to who do we replace him with he's going to be tough to replace barney but they're talking about nazem Kadri potentially what are you seeing that's available out there what are you hearing yeah nazem Kadri, depending on the term and and the price that that body's been banged off listen i love nazem Kadri. i don't think the Leafs should have ever let him go even with his uh plays that he had in suspensions in the playoffs he's a heck of a player but i, I don't see a nazim Kadri uh being a fit at what he is probably going to command in the free agent market johnny's tough 115 points last year dynamic player it's almost going to have to be by committee i believe when you look at calgary replacing a johnny gaudreau i don't think it's one player that's going to come in and replace that 115 points but as much as i like nazim Kadri, i'd be very weary um, of the term and of what the price tag could handle. How about your backyard, the Ottawa Senators? Cam Talbot in goal now. They've signed Claude Giroux. That's his hometown, right? Is this enough what they're doing to get him into the playoffs finally this year in the tough division that they're in? Well, it's certainly going to catapult them to uh, at least be in the conversation. They haven't been in that conversation in a while. And let's add uh, Alex DeBrinket, a guy that scored 41 goals last year and didn't remove anyone from their roster. So Pierre Dorian, to me, is doing a masterful job. Um, we've Noah's scouting uh, pedigree, and it's always been the trade market that's, you know, hindered Pierre's, you know, if we look at him as, as a general manager. But to brink it, now you add Claude Giroux, a guy that's from here, uh, a three-year deal, maybe overpaid a little bit in price. I had him in that $6 million range, pay him 6.5 annually. 
but here's a guy that can come in. He's a great leader. He's from Ottawa. He's going to take the assistant captain role and help uh, Brady Kachuk really evolve as a captain. They need, still need uh, probably a right-handed shot defenseman. If Chikrin is available in that market, look for them to be big players in there. Uh, but this team is is built to contend uh, for a playoff spot and in the near future really contend to be division winners. What are some of the other things that you're watching today and over the next couple of days in NHL free agency? Just how nutty these GMs can get. I, I think, you know, I look at a guy like Nikushkin signing uh, for $6.1 million. Here's a guy that was uh, let go and, and really his career was done. You have one good playoff. And, you know, we have recency bias when we look at players and how well they perform. And we can go back to the Buffalo Sabres days with, uh, you know, Christian Airhop and Billy Lano. These guys just command money having one good series or one good years and, and GMs certainly overpay uh, for these guys. So, so to me, I just watch it unfold. I don't really make too many predictions on who's going to land where. This becomes down to money uh, first and foremost. Money is the most important. Winning is second. All things being equal, uh, then it becomes, you know, who gives them the chance to win and what's the best fit for these guys to lend another contract after the one that they're going to sign. Barney, you gave great insight on how American players aren't as excited about playing in Canada, and Goudreau is one of those. Give me a little more insight in this. How much of this is known ahead of time with teams? Like, for instance, I heard a couple of days ago, Jack Campbell's going to the Oilers, Darcy Kemper's going to the Capitals. That was from Washington, people told me. How much is known ahead of time? I, I think a lot of it. I, I can go back to the only time that I was an unrestricted free agent and, you know, I was coming up in the market. Now, mine was a little different because it was during the 2004 lockout. So I had already heard that Philadelphia was into, uh, was very interested. Toronto, Ottawa was all very interested, but they wanted to wait till after. And I knew before I became a free agent, my agent told me, hey, Chicago is going to make you the best offer at the time. I already had Colorado, who I was an unrestricted free agent you know, leaving that team. And I knew their offer, but before even the offer was presented, my agent had uh, inside knowledge that my best offer was going to come from Chicago. It's where I eventually signed. It was a terrible decision on my part. I should have stayed uh, in Colorado or moved to one of those teams. If I had the choice to do it all over again, I would have stayed in Colorado or played in the Canadian market because it was something that I desperately wanted. But again, it was a different time, but all these players know from their agents Things get leaked out, and teams like to leak things out if they want it known uh, what is going to happen. You know, if if if, if you know if, if Calgary doesn't want it known that they offered you know ten million dollars for eight years for Johnny Gaudreau, the reason why they want it out there is they want their fan base to know they did everything they could to retain him. And in the end, it was Johnny's choice to leave. And players do the exact same if they're lowball like a jack campbell that he wasn't offered a contract after the season from the toronto maple leafs thus that we hear from edmonton that's where he's going to be signed so all these are calculated anything that gets out um it's 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 like a breakup or a divorce everyone tells their side of the story and try to find somewhere in the middle because that's usually where the truth lies by the way, I don't know if you heard, Max Domi to Chicago along with Andreas Athanasiu. So the craziness continues. I'd heard Domi maybe going to the Leafs, but that's not happening. He's now a Chicago Blackhawk. And we've had some Canucks fans write in about JT Miller. What do you know or, about that situation and may, how it may unfold? 
Yeah, there, there's there's a handful of teams out there trying to acquire JT Miller, but it's going to take a lot to pry him away from Vancouver. Vancouver likes him, but if they can add some young guys and some high picks, I, I'm certainly he would be a part. They're they're not ready to win yet in Vancouver. So I think in acquiring young guys, um, high picks, uh, then it becomes something that's very valuable to Vancouver. But they certainly aren't going to let him go. Montreal is a big player there. They've made incredible moves, I think. And that's exactly who I would have taken with the first overall pick. Uh, but you look at Chicago, you know, they have uh, the likes of Jonathan Taves and Seth Jones, maybe, who just signed a long-term deal, and Patrick Kane. I can't imagine that at least two of those three guys want to be a part of a rebuild uh, with what they've accomplished in their careers and where they're at in their respective careers as well. Free agency upset uh, update and analysis. Barney, what's up for the rest of the summer for you? Uh, going to Buffalo to visit the kids next week, uh, doing a live show, uh, my podcast, uh, unfiltered. We're going to be doing a live show from Buffalo. I'm not quite as experienced as RP as you are, but, uh, doing a live show from there and then, uh, really just enjoying the family, enjoying the cottage and then prepping for a book tour, uh, that's going to be launched, uh, in the fall. So really exciting things, but, uh, time to step back, relax and enjoy the family a little bit. Good for you. That's exciting. By the way, I saw that. People, go follow Matthew Barnaby, all your social media. You can buy tickets for the event. You have some surprise Sabres, I understand, showing up for this. This is a big surprise? Uh, I wouldn't say a big, big surprise, but uh, fun guys that uh, that are coming in. and uh, it, It's going to be a great time. We always have fun. It's, it's also just right after Spitting Chicklets. Uh, they have the Chicklets Cup in Buffalo. That ends at 7 o'clock on Saturday. My show uh, comes right after. So anyone that loves spitting chiclets and what they do, they're a fun group of guys. They're having a ball hockey and roller hockey tournament at Riverworks, and uh, we'll be doing a live show from there after. Uh, I'm just having fun with uh, a place that I call my second home, and that's Buffalo, New York. Uh, are you are you doing your show at the Pier? Is that place still open? Remember that place? The Pier is not open. Yeah, yeah that, that closed down about 20 Ooh. years ago. We're aging ourselves now, buddy. <laughs> what a great place. We made it what it is today. Barney, thanks, man. Enjoy the summer. <laughs> hey, keep up All the right, awesome man. work, you as well. Thanks, Barney. Yeah, go follow his social media. You got a book coming out, that live show in Buffalo. One of the best, Matthew Barnaby. We got a Taco Time viewer takeover coming up. Tim Hunter in hour two, along with Alan May on this huge NHL free agency day. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Day six of the world's greatest outdoor show. There's a good look at it right there. Right on the steps of the Saddle Dome. Midway open at 11 a.m. Mountain. You can buy your tickets and get the full show schedule at calgarystampede.com. This is going to be a shorter segment because we had to go a little longer with my buddy Barney. Uh, and we do have the huge breaking news today. It is really huge breaking news from the Toronto Blue Jays. They fired manager Charlie Montoyo. This on the heels of their win last night, 4-3 over the Philadelphia Phillies. From the Canadian Press Newswire here, news alert. The Blue Jays have fired manager Charlie Montoyo. Montoyo will be replaced by bench coach John Schneider. 
as interim manager for the rest of the season. And I see some of our viewers chiming in, obviously, with comments on this, and they're saying, shouldn't they get a more experienced skipper than John Schneider? Listen, they know their team. They know their clubhouse. If John Schneider's the best man for the job, that's why they put him in there. And we've talked for the last couple of weeks and watching enough of these Blue Jays to know they're better than their record. 46 and 42, now fourth in the American League East. Sinking like a sunset with the wild card spot, so they had to make a change. You're not going to fire the whole clubhouse, 25 players. We can fire one coach. And today it happened to be Charlie Montoyo. And we'll get the quotes and all the. They try and slip it in on NHL free agency like we wouldn't notice. From the text line 902 518 3033. You can always reach us 518 3033. Uh, from, what do we got here? Brady in the Bridge City. Hey, Rod, I believe Samsonov and Murray are an upgrade in goal from Jack Campbell and Hutchinson for the Leafs. I also believe Jack Campbell is an upgrade from Mike Smith for the Oilers. It's unfortunate to see Montoyo go as GM of the Blue Jays, but hopefully it gives them the spark in their butt that they need to get it going. Should be a good day in sports, says Brady. Um, DG in Saskatoon. I'll put this to my analyst next hour. I, I didn't see this till now, and I apologize, DG in Saskatoon. He says, morning, guys. Is there any meat on the bone to the rumor that New Jersey will send an offer sheet to Matthew Kachuk if they don't land Johnny Goodrow? I guess that's the number one thing that everybody's watching right now is where does Johnny Hockey go, New Jersey or Philadelphia? It seems like everybody's saying the Devils. But a lot of people were saying that he was going to resign with the Flames. So, last minute of play in hour one. Last minute. By the way, I appreciate those writing in with their World Juniors text. I'll say it again. Gear up, Alberta. The World Juniors coming back to Edmonton this August 9th to the 20th. You can win free tickets right here by texting World Juniors in all caps to 902-518-33 to be entered to win. Any regular tournament World Juniors game tickets of your choice. Two winners will be picked every Friday. Tickets are on sale now at HockeyCanada.ca. You can get in for as low as $40, and we'll be broadcasting live from Rogers Place for the full two weeks. Next hour, Tim Hunter and Alan May, and we'll tee up week six in the CFL. Stick around. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.